Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week to make you say a thing. That's Tyler Podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Eli Uden. No Kath this week. Kath, Kath. is. <laughs> Oh, the group chat will be aflame. <laughs> Kath has been disrespected by Shelby. Uh, Kath went into, she was frozen. She was put into a cryonic facility, but only for a week. So she'll be back next week. She wanted to see what the world would be like in a week. So she got flash frozen like a bag and of peas. But, but the news cycle these days, you know, it's going to be very different. As, Any as break we all know. you can get. With, with, with the way things are. So what with the world. <laughs> there, yeah. There we go. Fortunately, we do have a guest. He is the producer of Blank Check, Griffin and David. He is an entrepreneur. He wanted to highlight that part. Uh, please welcome Ben Hosley, everybody. Hello. Wow. This is going to be an extremely produced episode. We've got, we've got a backup producer, so if anything goes wrong uh, over, over at uh, Casa de Shelby, you, know, you, can, you can step in. Get him out of here. If I have to... Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah, he's feeling um, threatened. It's you know a natural response here. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't match the skills with these sound effects, these drops. They're incredible, Shelby. You're doing God's work. Uh, <laughs> okay, intense. Um, you gotta see his. You gotta see his hands in 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 real life. You guys, you get, you come to a live show. You see Shelby Shelby's hands fluttering over the over the the soundboard, the sampler. It's, I can it's only a sight imagine. to behold. Yeah. Now, yeah. Now, yeah, now I'm picturing like a podcast, like Anchorman fight scene where everyone's lining up against each other and the producers <laughs> are, you know, obviously, you know, one's holding a chain, one's holding a, a trident or whatever. And yeah, that's an that's XLR cable, et cetera. Yeah. <laughs> I would be holding a chain for sure. That's sort of my vibe. So. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a, it's a good weapon. And it, I mean, it's, a, it implies like a lot of skill because that's like a nunchuck where it can, you know, you can do a lot of damage to yourself if you're not well versed in the chain. Is it one of the yeah, ones I, with a hook on the end? Cause those are, those are real cool. I feel like I would then swing that back into my body somehow. So mm. I'm going to just go classic chain, no extension, you know, no add ons. Mm -hmm. I fell in love with though that as a weapon, uh, when I would play the Sega Genesis game Road Rash. Do either yep. of you remember this oh, game? Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, just... That's not it's a, here. We're for talking those... Sega Genesis. It's, it's a boys <laughs> pod, baby. That's right. But for those who don't know, okay, yep, bad boys talking about video games. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, there was a motorcycle racing game where uh, you had the option to pick up pipes or chains and hit your opponents. Yeah, and it was like it sounds like fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. You you get knocked off your bike and you'd kind of roll around a little bit and then you'd get back on the bike like it was fine when you were going 100 miles an hour <laughs> and then get back in the race. You know, yeah. just standard stuff. There's the road rash, and I remember it also having being like burned into my mind for having a Sega Genesis version of like the most compressed version of Bad to the Bone you've ever heard in your life. Because like was I think the title screen was was bad to the bone, but just coming through whatever the Sega Genesis was able to pump out, yeah, uh, music wise, 
They did a PlayStation, I think PlayStation 1 version, which I also had that they did like a remake. I don't think they've made it again since around then, but uh, I remember God, that had... Imagine VR. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Road Rash VR, just, just yeah. wailing on people with a chain. Well, they, they upgraded yeah. the soundtrack, but not the licensing, because I remember they had some of those like Sugar Ray songs from that album before they became like a VH1 band, you know? So like... The, the, the album that Fly was on, the album is called Floored, but like all the other tracks are like shitty kind of metal tracks. So it was one of those. And it's just like, oh, no, we're not that kind of band anymore. We do. We do this. Yeah. Damn. And you just pulled Floor. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. That's right. Damn. That's right. And wow, also shout out, to, shout out to Shelby for that cut of, I don't know how you had that ready so, so fast, Ooh. but Shelby is playing these PlayStation menu sound effects, <laughs> which are absolutely filling me with nostalgia right now. Um, yeah, this is just me browsing for a save file. This is me going through my memory card to delete my Spyro save Man. start over. Um, yeah, I always like with the chain, I like the move when anybody was fighting with a chain in, in like a Kung Fu situation. When somebody could do that thing where they whip it around and then they step on it and it like pops up and hits somebody, that's oh, very yeah. cool. I'd yeah. like to learn that, but that that shows real skills. Chains. Oh, yeah. You guys would use the supply chain. <laughs> the supply ah, chain. Okay, see that's like a current event, which is nice. Uh, Shelby's okay. a bit of a Shelby comedian. producing. <laughs> okay, I see you. I see you. This is a uh, Shelby soundscape that we all live in. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I mean, that would be a move. That I wish there were like Kung Fu, you know, studios. There's many, uh, really a shocking amount of karate studios in Brooklyn, but I haven't seen any that are teaching chain moves. Yeah, I, I need like to do. I need like a, yeah, environmental skills. So like Jackie Chan style, like what if there's a pinball <laughs> machine? Can I like push it out and then get the guy behind it and then push it into him so he gets hurt? You know, like what Okay, what, what if there's a rake, okay? In this scenario, how do I take advantage? Yeah, there are several garbage cans. Can I jump in one to avoid getting kicked but then pop out at the right yeah. time? You know, things it's like awning that. day at Jackie Chan's uh, martial <laughs> arts academy. I would love to. Yeah, I'm just the day. So today we're working on windbreakers. Everybody, it's about having your windbreaker oh, wow. half off and getting some street toughs caught up in it, whipping them around. Or you could you, you could get a guest class taught by Jason Statham uh, from Transformer, pouring oil all over yourself to make yourself impossible to grab. That's also a classic transporter skill. or transformer. Did I say transporter? You said transformer. I said, you said former. Oh, interesting. What an interesting well, not, mistake by you. What an yeah, embarrassing and interesting flub. Yeah, well, you know, so it goes. So that's going to be, that, that's that's the next clip, finally. My Stevie Griffin moment. Yeah. Blow it's it. over. Yeah. Stevie, it's Stewie Griffin. Yeah, this no. That's a famous, yeah. That's a cast, classic Kath flub. She said Stevie Griffin and uh, just continued oh, wow. on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Got absolutely skewered for it. <laughs> I'm actually feeling pretty, pretty, uh, spry and deadly uh, because I was at a bar mitzvah over the weekend. That's not why, but you know, mazel tov to my family and, and such. But they had a, at the party for the bar mitzvah, they had like a reaction game that was uh, where lights would light up, buttons would light up and you, you played against somebody and had to, you know, as soon as they lit up, hit them like as quick as you could. And I went mm. undefeated against teenagers in a reflex based video game. I was the king. That's the, the gaming right there, right? That's the gaming influence, the continued yeah. gaming. Yeah. One of uh, my, my cousin, who is, she is the like 
wasn't her bat mitzvah, but she just went, what had, what, what occurred in your life to make you this good at this? And I was like, <laughs> I played video games for a very long time until now. And Shelby, you that would be offensive. Know. If- yeah, I'm constantly under attack. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. how. <laughs> I'm constantly under attack by a series of small guys that I have to bop on their head. Um, <laughs> yeah, Shelby, this would be offensive if there wasn't literally a klezmer band there. So this was literally playing the whole time, but... You know, it's a good time. Check it out. Go to a bar mitzvah if you know any 13-year-olds and it's not weird for you to go. Yeah. If yeah. you want to hear, uh, you know, I don't know, probably that uh, I'm Blue, This Is The Greatest Night In My Life song, the the remake of the... Was there a DJ at the... Or was it just a band? Well, no, it's just a klezmer band. But also, they don't... By by definition, they're all 13-year-olds. They don't... They're not familiar with Eiffel 65, unfortunately. Well, no, there, there's a new, like, David Guetta song that's, they just took the tune of I'm Blue, and it's just like, I'm oh, having wow. the greatest night of my life. I heard, I was in, I'm feeling the opposite of Spry, because <laughs> I was in New Orleans this weekend, and I heard that a lot, uh, walking down the street at the various, like, margarita, uh, like, blank and daiquiri places, you know, or, or blank and hand grenade places that have a lot of neon lights flashing. They're playing that song. Did you get any of those? The special slushies? The special New Orleans slushies? You know, I couldn't. I got vetoed on picking up hand grenades, uh, or or you know we, we did By get everyone hurt. that would have had to deal with you for the rest of the night. Or huge like... ass beers. Uh, well, it only been one person who was dealing with me, and yeah. she yeah, but she uh, we we did do a couple hurricanes. We overdid it on the first night, um, so we kind of were laid low the next day. You know, we ran some, we did some stuff, but we didn't, um, you know, uh, we we didn't go wild after that. So that was the end of the that was the end of the fun. Sadly, did you go and see Nick Cage's? Um, like I, I, mean, I was gonna call it a tomb. Dude. It's, it's a <laughs> I, fucking. I, I have. It's not even a mausoleum. It's like a, yeah. A, this is his pyramid, a, right? Yeah, his pyramid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's at it's at it's at a St. Louis number one cemetery. We d- you have to you have to get like a tour of the cemetery to see it. So sure. we we had a full docket of stuff we wanted to do going in uh, this time. The last time I was there, or I've been there three times. The first time I was there, I was there for a friend's wedding, and. Uh, I was all set to go because the hotel was not that far. And then they were like, yeah, you got to pay 20 bucks and go on this tour. It's like an hour. And I was like, well, I have to be at the rehearsal thing and I don't want to pay any money. I can see it. I can see the very tip over like the <laughs> fence or over the, the wall. So I consider myself as having seen it more or less, but uh, maybe next time. Yeah. That's a good move I mean, by them to make you see every, they're like, you can't just come and see Nick Cage's thing. Like, right. You, you have to at least pay respects to the other people that are, <laughs> I would be kind of pissed if I was in the cemetery. Well, I don't know if I might think it was cool, but to, if you were like, just, if you were buried there or if yeah, you were you're just constantly yeah. overshadowed. Cause you're, I mean, I don't think you'd feel very good if you were buried next to a pyramid in Egypt either. Uh, so this sure. family corruptly ran the justice system <laughs> in new Orleans for hundreds of years. Yeah. <laughs> Like uh, that makes me think of the person who's buried next to Jim Morrison. (laughs) People are just like constantly like chugging wine and like pissing like on their gravestone, probably. Yeah, yeah. And and the door sucks, so that's even more offensive. It's like, come on, man. They do. R.I.P. David Crosby, man. Some of the best takes of all time. I love that guy. The doors do suck. I I saw I saw a tweet just recently from somebody that was like. They were like, oh, the doors suck. Oh, what, you know, is, is moist a word you don't like? And I was like, is the doors sucking that level of yeah, of that, like like a kind of, you know, like like a touchstone thing to say all the time? I, I feel like they're one of like the dad classic rock bands that did not make the jump. Everyone's like, no, this sucks. What are you talking about? Like, does, what what yeah. is this? They don't suck. 
Oh, okay. Here's okay. Shelby's favorite bands are U2 and The Doors. It's all. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's the only things he has on his iPod shuffle. Sorry, Shelby. Shelby is on record as defending what what Songs of Innocence? What was the forced album that U2 yeah, put that, on that was the that was the forced album. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, why don't we put on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack? <laughs> Uh, we could. There's you know, two kinds of music. <laughs> yeah. Maybe if Jim Morrison screamed Mortal Kombat more. Yeah. Let's get a. Let's get a lot uh, cooler. Let's get a uh, Ray Ray Kasmerik playing that. Uh, that what is that? That organ or whatever he played. Or mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that. Now that's rocking, baby. Mm-hmm. Not the Mortal Kombat theme. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so that's I. I would not want to be buried next to Jim Morrison. Just because it, I would feel it's disrespectful just in terms of having to share the space. But also that's not his name. Time. Jim, Jim Morrison? Mor- what is it? The Lizard King? Oh, it's Ray Manzarek. Excuse me. Now, I, I, oh. I got, see, I'm I'm like a flub machine today because of this. I'm, I'm, I ate too much. Uh, I consumed too much. You're New Orleans uh, out. Yeah, exactly. Fried yeah. Uh, fried shellfish. That's what took me out. Get a grip. So. <laughs> <laughs> Get it together, man. Uh, okay. Should I speak to the entrepreneur stuff? Just get yes. that Oh, yeah. Away. Please. Okay. So um, I have a few kind of different businesses going right now. Um, I have a fashion line I launched uh, last year. Um, so it's called Congratulations. Uh, I have um, hats, some T-shirts, uh, buried jeans. Um, so you can get all of that. You can check it out. It's at congratulations, Y-O-U, Lations.com. And we is a what do you say? Berry jeans? Berry? Correct. Correct. Berry jeans. Buried like in the ground jeans. Oh, you can get so do you have are they uncovered and then sent if you purchase them or are you just given coordinates? Uh I like that idea. I like where your head's <laughs> at. Okay. Uh that's maybe, you know, for the second sort of collection. Mm-hmm. Um, no, these are jeans I buried in the ground for one year, uh, in order to l- let the earth naturally sort of, uh, manipulate and distress the jeans. Ooh. And so they're now available. Uh, it's essentially kind of like organic couture, but, mm-hmm. um, they are available for $1,000 per Oh, pair. nice. Well, that's good. That's, that's, that's fairly cheap. When you think about the work that the earth put in, which is, which is priceless, you know, it's very, you get some fungus in there. It's very topical. It's like the last of us. You get the, the, the fungus genes, the clicker genes, hottest yeah. new thing. Yeah. I mean, people pay tons of money just to like have someone just put like sandpaper on jeans. Like I took it the next yeah. level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're probably good for uh, the immune system as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I have them, I have them dressed on a mannequin so you could also just treat it as a sculpture and display them in your home if you want. Like you've got options. Yeah. Um, so right next to the Funko got, Pops, I'm a big. Got about forty five Funko Pops set up. You have? Oh, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. then you should consider it. Yeah, it's sort yeah. of. I mean, it's uh, it's like a Funko Pop. I would say a little bigger, but nothing gets me through. Nothing gets my credit card out of my wallet. Faster than when someone says it's like a Funko Pop. I'm ready, baby. I want a little. I've never big used that. Freak. <laughs> okay, bad boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and so I also then, uh, when we were sort of initially discussing uh, me coming on the show, I had uh, over the Christmas sort of holidays um, launched or put out rather my uh, now second uh, holiday album, which is called Slow Christmas. And then I'll just sort of tease that I have a sleep podcast that I'm going to be launching later this year that I'm currently in the process of working on. Oh, man. I could probably, I will actually definitely, if it, I could use anything that would help me sleep. I have recently thought that I would pay someone a significant amount of money if they could teach me how to fall asleep. I think I just never learned. Um, seems mm-hmm. easier for other people than me, but... Um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a, I feel like falling asleep is maybe the most stressful part of my day, and that seems backwards. Um, so yeah, anyone who can teach me how to fall asleep, also yeah. let me know. Get in touch Which with I, us. I can help. Listen, I can help. I know how to soothe you. I'm going <laughs> to curate a whole kind of soundscape experience, sort of similar to Shelby. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's that out of the way. Let's yeah. get down to business. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone falling asleep to our podcast. I'm sure there are people who do. People have but. said they do. It's like they listen to it <laughs> over on repeat. I was trying to figure out while, while he Until was Until the car describing. horns come in. Right. Sometimes it's challenging. But I was trying to figure out which podcast I was going to say to start beef with and say, well, if I wanted to fall asleep, I'd just listen to blank. Um, nice. But uh, I okay. can't. Couldn't think of a good one. So the one with that uh, Harry and Meghan Markle are doing that they never actually released, but got oh, that's, paid ten million dollars for. That's, that's that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, the podcast that never existed. In unrelated news, Spotify's head of content is leaving the company. Effective, I think today they announced. So probably no, 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 no. Yeah, did it. But yeah, should we get the numbers? Let's do it. Number five. Number five, uh, this comes to us from uh, Iguana Helium Cube, a many, many time, one of the probably, I don't know if we've ever numbered it out, but I think they're responsible for uh, maybe more stories than almost anybody else way up there. Certainly the first like heavy header, you know, that we that we started to recognize as a, yeah. as a, as a big submitter. Yeah. Uh, unpaid researcher that we pay through <laughs> what I just said. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> sent this story in. Uh, this, uh, is a story about a criminal who's a fish. Ladies and gentlemen, fish. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so what this is, is that, uh, there is a pet fish that, um, so they were trying, it was a Japanese YouTuber that was doing a thing where, uh, they've, a couple of people have done something like this where they try to see if you know, something like they've done where Twitch chat tried to beat Pokemon um, by, you know, putting in commands through chat and other sort of things where, you know, it's almost like when they have the that octopus pick World Cup winners where they're just like, it's kind of just honestly like a weird video game version of the monkeys writing Hamlet situation where they're just like, mm. if this fish swims around in random directions long enough, can it ever beat Pokemon? Um so that's what they did. They set up a YouTube channel called, Mut- uh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce this correctly, but Mutakamaru channel. Uh, they set it up. It was a webcam focused on this fishbowl with motion tracking software that would monitor the fish uh, as it swam over an overlaid grid. And uh, so whenever the fish would stop swimming or change direction, it would put an input into the game. 
and this is the second time he's done it. This time it was Pokemon Scarlet or Vile and Violet, which, wow, okay. Um, more impressive, I think, is that they said they've d- he's already done this once, and the fish did actually beat, which is kind of impressive to me, because I just you'd think that at some point it would just get stuck in a loop. Like it would walk itself into a corner and it, that right. would be the whole thing. I mean, it took over 3,000 hours, so it wasn't that's yeah that's like screaming what, like, through it how many hours does the game probably take like one percent of that like a like a like a yeah yeah it's it says an actively playing human probably could beat it in about 30 the the original okay, this so, is yeah. pokemon sapphire if anyone needs to know which one i still think that's crazy because um like to beat pokemon the fish still needs to like fight it needs to move in a way that it's like fight all elite four members in a row. Like I just did. That's crazy. That it could ever accomplish that. How about like, it needs to talk to the right person in a given town to like trigger the event that leads to the next, like, you know, like that's, yeah, that's, that is unusual. I think it's even worse knowing that there's probably people who didn't beat Pokemon as a human. So just know (laughs) that this fish did do it. Pokemon Um, go to the polls. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. Another tale the of not tech. success. <laughs> yeah, the wet tech is really impressive to me. The wet, oh, the 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 fish, the, the, the bowl that, situation. That they've rigged up a fish bowl with like a grid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. All- what what is it? I'm, I want to see what it looks like now. Does it look like a like battleship situation? Is that was that, or is it like more oh, granular sure. than that? Let's see. I'll, I'm, I'll, I'm, no, that's from Associated Press, so I don't know. No, okay. okay. So it's yeah, it's yeah, from yeah. above. And uh, it just sort of looks like it kind of looks like a, a bingo board with, you know, like yep. a left, right uh, spread around. And so it's it's shot from above bird's eye view. I will say there are multiple fish. So I think that that's a little bit of a lie. I mean, they're working together or working against each other. That might make yeah, they, it. I'm not sure if that makes it more impressive or less impressive. It could be at odds. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was what the, that was the best thing. It was that was what the Twitch chat uh, tries to be Pokemon turned into is obviously it's the Internet. So. It just turned into people warring on like everybody who would type left, somebody would immediately type right. So it would just be somebody going, you know, them fighting each other. But um, yeah, so, uh, but that is in the past. The beating Sapphire is in the past. Um, but uh, <laughs> while, so this is on the Switch, Scarlet and Violet is on the Nintendo Switch. As you guys may know, if you're a Switch owner, Switch does have a way to purchase things on it. Uh, and apparently, this time, as they were trying to play, Scar- play Scarlet and Violet, the fish did manage to put in the inputs to go into the eShop on the Nintendo Switch and add $4 of credit into its account, into his account, uh, basically committing credit card fraud at a very low, very small scale. But what I like even more is that while they were in the eShop, they did display this man's credit card information to everyone on the stream. Oh, <laughs> managed to open up and display. Uh, so I have to assume he was away from home at the moment and just got about 1 million, whatever the Japanese chase alert is. I, I don't know. Uh, letting him know that suddenly everyone was trying to buy a, a billion yeah, things what? on his credit card. Was there like a is one of these things like the home button? How did it even get to the eShop? Like why would you why would you even have a home button option for the fish like to get out of the game? That's what I, yeah, I don't know why you would put all the like 
managerial buttons in the grid. Right. That's, that's just, just confusing to me. He just keeps but. hitting select over and over again. This is we're not getting anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know how you can like in international waters like technically commit crimes? Isn't that a thing? Mm-hmm. Does it like does it count like that underwater? Like can you is there like reign of underwater? Like are there rules? There's definitely an argument for it. The fish I mean, the question could be just whether animals are subject to our laws whatsoever. (laughs) Um, I mean, they've been around longer. I don't think that... I mean, here's a question. They definitely are in that they're taken down when they are on a rampage. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. But is Mm -hmm. that not a crime by us? There's something to think about as well. You know, (laughs) just a little little mental twister. I mean, here there's many questions here. Can... If an animal did commit a crime, is it possible to Mirandize an animal? Because you can't read an animal its rights. You cannot confirm that the animal animal is unable to confirm that it understands its rights. Therefore, any confession or anything that the animal did would be inadmissible. Um, I mean, I'm no expert on law. None of us here are on the podcast. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I can't say that I have a lot of experience in the animal uh, animal law in that way. Um, There's no funny questions be... on the bar exam? There's no, like, what if a fish did murder? No. That would no. be kind of a fun, like, maybe, like, procedural show. Like, animal lawyer, you know? Yeah. Defending monkeys, defending giraffes. I, I would say it. They had fish police way back when, if anyone remembers that cartoon. From, I don't remember uh, that. <laughs> No, I, I'm looking. I'm looking at it now. It's 1992, so that would explain probably why. I would um, love to see. I was. I'm thinking now. I would love to see a spinoff of Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. That's like a Law and Order. You know, yeah, like the same way that Law and Order. You know, it has the cops, but it also has the the DA and stuff. But that for for Ace Ventura, the pet detective. <clears throat> I mean, that dolphin killed somebody, didn't it? Or is that not that movie? Know. And that's just real life. I can't. I can't remember the dolphin. Mm. I'm trying to. Th- uh, I mean, there was the person that lived with the dolphin. There was like that weird dolphin house situation. There was the yeah. big shark. I haven't seen Ace Ventura in a really long time. Um, wow, the basic details of the plot are. I remember. Here's uh, the that's, thing. Yeah, about that movie is revisiting it. There's there's it's like throughout like the, like with '90s movies in particular. There's just stuff where you're like, it's so wildly inappropriate and offensive. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like we grew up on this. This is crazy. So <laughs> yeah, there, that's pretty shocking with Ace Ventura. Yeah, because Ace Ventura, a big part of the original Ace Ventura is is less than sensitive to trans issues. If I believe that's the correct. A huge part of the plot. Um, of course, we don't want to get into that. We're just getting into whether no. you can charge a dolphin with murder yeah. and whether you can put a fishing court. I'd like to see him fishing court just to be in the bowl on the table. That, I think, would be nice um, to see. Uh, and like, I, yeah, put, putting like a... Because you can't put it on the fish. You put like an orange jumpsuit around the bowl, kind of, or something along adorable. those lines. Or you, or you ha- Or even you can make the bowl... Like the head of like a mannequin that has an orange jumpsuit on, you know, and you just ha- and you just have that mannequin there all the time, and somebody yeah. just puts that bowl on there. And with this technology, you could enable the fish to be able to walk freely on its own in this like robotic body. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have the technology to give fish full freedom and a body, but it is only used to 
prosecute them. That's the only thing they're yeah. allowed. That's the only time they're allowed in this suit is when we are actively prosecuting them for crimes they've done. Judge asking uh, the fish if it's sure, based on the commands it inputted, that it wants to fire its court-appointed attorney and represent itself. Fish, yeah. We learned that all fish are sovereign citizens. They all want to represent themselves in court. Well, they yeah. want they want the marine flag because they're from the they're from the marine part of the world. So they're actually probably yeah. they have a better argument, I think, than than the sovereign citizen guys do. So all yeah, all of the fish in the world have hired that lawyer that keeps representing all the oath keepers that has been disbarred like four times. That guy, <laughs> <laughs> they keep getting that guy that has to ask for like an injunction every time they have a trial because he's not allowed to practice law anywhere anymore. Uh, that's the fish. That that's their guy. Um, as far as this, I am watching a, a clip of the, the fish in question and the activity in question. It is like the fish have almost like backwards hacked into the switch because like you said, there's no home button to get to like those menus of showing the credit card or whatever. So it seems like somehow the fish like f- crashed the game mm-hmm. and then through a series of error messages, Man- Navig got themselves to the home screen at which point they go pretty decisively to the eShop and then <laughs> <laughs> spend $4 and then broadcast uh, this YouTube clip. They've at least they've at least redacted the guy's credit card info, but it sure is right out there on the, on the screen. Um, it's like, man, made- all, all we can buy is video more video games. <laughs> I was hoping we would buy like pay someone to come get us or something. <laughs> To release us back into the... Uh, okay. Can we buy... F- do they sell flakes on the Nintendo eShop? Do they sell any more of those flakes he drops in once a day? Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Those disgusting smelling flakes. They do those not are, smell good. Yeah. That is true. It's a big... I had, I had fish for a little while. It's really good, yeah. It'll make you... If you're having trouble at school... If, if, you, if your parents get you fish because, you know, you maybe aren't making as many friends at school, what'll really help is if your <laughs> fingers smell like fish food for the whole day... <laughs> That'll really bring it all together. They teach uh, you lessons too, man, because they don't live long. Yeah. And when li- you're a young kid, you're just kind of like, damn, I got that thing at the carnival yesterday. And it is immediately <laughs> Like gone. life is short. Yeah. Especially when you are cared for by an eight-year-old that's very lax about anything that they're supposed to do to keep you alive. Did you have a, did you have a couple fish? Sounds like maybe more than one yourself but just goldfish you know like that i'd won because i threw a ping pong and you know and hit it on the head yeah i like to think that you just were so good at carnival games that you were awash like a constant flow of Uh, goldfish just too many i had all those they tie them off in a little bag i just would throw them in the corner (laughs) stack them up yeah stack those babies up yeah that's kind of cruel too because they're all they can see so many fish that they can interact with, but then they're all in their own cell. They're all, you kind of made a fish jail a little bit. I did. That's yeah. true. That's 100% what I did. <laughs> Prosecute <laughs> them in your own way. Yeah. Uh, Come after me. <laughs> if you if they get that suit, they'll chase you down. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So they, this is kind of very, okay. So they got out of the, I think he was out of his apartment or not at home. So they, they hack their way out of the Pokemon game and into just kind of the Switch's managerial functions. They pay, they buy five $4 worth of Switch credit, eShop credit, mm-hmm. exposes credit card information. 
They then somehow used the $4 that they put on there to buy him a new avatar, to download an emulator for the N64, to get his PayPal to set him a, uh, send him a setup confirmation email. So I guess they started setting up PayPal on his <laughs> Switch. And then they changed his account name uh, from, this is kind of creepy to me, changed it from what it, what it was, which is Muda Kimaru, to just row away, way, way, like row away, but then it says A, A, A at the end, which is kind of aquatic. And, and so I don't like that they did that. Freaked out. Um, and they, so then they just kind of went through the switch thing and uh, they, they messed around for seven hours. And then finally, finally were shut down. The switch was shut down. Um, and he apparently co- contacted Nintendo and explained what happened and asked for a refund and got one. So... I mean, you know? if you can prove if you can prove what happened, you know, I, I I would say that if you leave fish with access to your, you know, this is like the kids on, uh, uh, you know, buying a bunch of Candy Crush gems or whatever, right? Like that's like a whole thing that happens with like with like phones. Oh yeah. Like, I mean, this is, I would say, having a kid is a little bit more understandable than having a fish on your Twitch channel. So like, you know, if I'm Nintendo, uh, I guess it's good press for them to give them the four dollars. Who cares? But it's kind of like, yeah, man, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm impressed that Nintendo take it up with take it up with the fish. <laughs> yeah. try to get you know garnish their wages for the next uh, few weeks. I'm shocked that Nintendo re- refunded it because they are absolute penny pinchers. Like I think it's generally really hard to get a refund from Nintendo. So they must just been like, you know what, we don't even want to deal with this. Just I never want to think about this again. Take your take your 500 yen back. And I mean, he yeah. had the evidence right with the the Twitch stream. That's true. They can watch him do it. Unless it yeah. was, unless this was a master plan, and he was, this was all his master plan to get four dollars of eShop credit for free by setting up a complicated <laughs> false fish system. The whole thing was set up from the beginning. That's so twisted. Yeah, he's he not had, even going for that much money. Like, damn, dude. Hmm. Setting up, play, doing the entire Pokemon Sapphire, letting the fish play that for 3,200 hours just to set up. Wait, four. so also Sapphire, man? What I mean, where, like, have they run out of oh, they're all gemstones the and just like, I mean, it was gold, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, has it gone on since then? I'm not, all right, I have to say, I didn't play Pokemon. Oh wow. yeah, okay. okay. And I'm not trying to pass judgment on anyone. <laughs> you're okay? you're a road I'm rash definitely guy. Definitely not <laughs> road rash <laughs> guy that? through and through. Yeah, exactly. Like Crash Bandicoot, you know. I like <laughs> I fucked with that guy, but I and I'm not trying to pass judgment on anyone that played Pokemon. It seems f- cool. <laughs> That's not the 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 tone of someone who's not being judgmental. Of <laughs> no, Seems no, no. I mean, cool. it's like Mewtwo. He's a guy. There's so many too. It's just, you know, it's a whole universe that I truly feel like I just, all I know really is that Pikachu is a playable character. It's smash brothers. Like that's all oh, I yeah. got really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, he's a bit of an icon um, in the Pokemon world. Well, the, Pokeverse. It, it, to be fair, to be fair, like, the way they have named these games has not really followed any kind of predictable pattern because um, it went from, you know, there was red and green, which was also red and blue. Yeah. Um, and then yellow was in there after that. Then it was gold and silver. Yeah. So you could see like, okay, it's kind of like heightening a little bit. Like, you know, this is like the next thing above those two colors. 
Then they go to Crystal. And what was it? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Well, then it was Ruby and Sapphire. So we went straight, which is just red and blue, but gems. And sure. then and then fire red and leaf green, yep. which is not and, and then emerald. So they're they're out and then then diamond and pearl. Yep. So, you know, and I, then Omega Ruby, Omega Sapphire. Then you got the remix. Yeah. You got you got Diamond and Pearl, <laughs> then you got Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Patty seems to be reading a Wikipedia. I shamefully am not. Uh, I definitely, but- <laughs> I definitely was. <laughs> I'm just a guy. Just got this in my head. Unfortunately, um, did you, you go? You- go when it was out. Hmm? I mean, did- Pokemon Go. I did. Isn't for that a what it was bit. called? Everybody yeah, I played, did I, yeah. for a little bit. I think. Yeah, I played for a little bit. Yeah, it was it was fun. There used Are to there, be. A- is there just two guys on there at this point now? There's like weirdly. I think it's got an active player base but i don't know how many people it is um and it definitely i think it's hard to it would be hard to spot them because there was a while when it was like big where anybody you saw walking around outside with their phone out you were like oh that's probably pokemon go so i think they can keep it under wraps a lot better i mean i'm sure if if you went to if you're going to a con i bet you could track down a meetup a little pokemon go meetup but yeah i used to play i used to play it in the office with uh number four we'll do number four (laughs) <laughs> wait wow oh shit we Damn. we have been, we have been running a little a little, a little <laughs> long here this is okay so pokemon look we, people play pokemon go this fish uh, uh also played pokemon and uh stole four dollars and it was the crime of the century yep. i guess that's what we'll yep all right next one speed speed <laughs> uh we're on number four already i guess you already said it so okay uh number four comes to us from bookmark19 the discord and if you want to submit stories on the discord patreon.com slash what a time pod join at the $10 uh, patron level and you can uh, uh, submit stories like this one so there's a shelter um, and the Niagara SPCA dog shelter pet shelter and uh, they want you to adopt the dog and he's a very cute little uh, French bulldog named Ralphie and he's got a he's a little uh, black and white guy. He's got like one black patch on a white body. He's got kind of black ears and a cute little face. But he apparently is a uh, little bit of a troublemaker is what I think a lot of uh, shelters would call this kind of pet. Um, they're looking to have people adopt. And in this one, they're just being upfront there. You know, I guess they left the uh, euphemisms in 2022. Um, we actually don't have too many nice things to say. So we're just <laughs> going to come out with it. Wrote the shelter. Um, at first glance, he's highly as an adorable, highly sought after young dog. Um, but in reality, he's a terror in a somewhat small package. Uh, he's a whole jerk, not even half. Um, if everything belongs to him, if you dare test his ability, possess the things wrath will ensue. Um, if you show a moment of weakness, prepare to be exploited. So, uh, they're just issuing a challenge basically. Yeah. To uh, who will uh, take on this challenge? Uh, that is Ralphie, the uh, French bulldog. And uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's good to be up front because I think they already had somebody give up after like two weeks. So I think they're being two. a little bit more honest. They have two um, two people who have given him back already. Unfortunately okay. for Ralphie, I mean, unfortunately, but also, it is his fault a little bit. Not to not to blame. Get Ralphie. him out of here. <laughs> he does look like an absolute nightmare. Like he looks cute, but he looks. He has a very chaotic look in his eye. Yeah, he does have kind of a wild eye. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'll, I'll drop a link in the chat so you can uh, get, get a look here, Ben. Uh, Plus, 
to be, I mean, that's just a double whammy to be a, a French bulldog that's ill behaved because, I mean, that means both mentally. He looks and, cute. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, know, it's, yeah. I could, see, I mean, I have good I, news. I could see how He's people available. Could keep making this, this mistake. Yeah. But damn. All right. I mean, that's so sad. I don't know. How do you, you know, there's somebody out there who could, who could break that dog in. Yeah. <laughs> Someone who, yeah, you know, just like a like a wild, uh, what, what can I think? Mustang. You got to ride Ralph. You got to just ride Ralph here around the house right, until he calms right. down. Yeah, it's like in Yellowstone where they basically uh, lash a guy to a, 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 a horse that needs to be broken, and he's just on there until the horse gets tired. That's apparently uh, what they what. Yeah, yeah. You lash a little Lego man to Ralphie's back until, right, he, until exactly. he gives up. Yeah, and uh, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, but yeah, to be that and a French bulldog, because that means this this dog is kind of both mentally and physically a nightmare to, to own because French bulldogs already have so many. I mean, you're signing up for a lot of medical bills and yeah. then you're yeah. also signing up cool. for someone who truly won't appreciate the amount <laughs> you're paying a veterinarian to fix their hip dysplasia just to come home. And apparently he's a big ankle biter. That's one thing that seems to be intimated in their description of him. They say we're sure we're sure you're thinking my ankles will be just fine. We'd caution proceed at your own risk. So, if you want tiny messed up little French bulldog bites all over your ankles, yeah, you know, I, I, I guess that they are gonna, you know, his previous trainer because I guess they tried to bring him in and train him, but I guess they couldn't. The person, the owner, just couldn't hack it. Um, the trainer will give the new adopters the tools they believe he needs to be successful in a home. So I'll get a stack of books. That uh, you can get Ralphie to read, uh, and uh, no, I, I a guide to Ralphie. <laughs> so, so you've adopted Ralphie, a guide. Yeah, yeah they yeah. actually made a pamphlet. Yeah, um, twenty-six page Google Doc. So you've yeah. adopted Ralphie. If you don't have any other pets, apparently that's another thing. He does not take well to other animals, which you know. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow, the list goes on. <laughs> Doesn't take well to many things. It sounds like. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I love they say provide his Ralphie's previous trainer will provide his new adopters the training tools. This is this sounds like he's a cursed object where they were like, here's the glass box that you have to keep him in. Like, you know, it's like it's like as if he's a demon where like you have to set these things up at all of the correct power points through your home in order to control Ralphie and not let him take over. Right. You got a yeah. circle of circle of salt, uh-huh. you know, that you can't break. Otherwise you, Ralphie is unleashed. You got to keep uh, him in that Sandman ball in the basement. <laughs> you got to keep him in that glass ball that they take keep his, the Sandman in. Yeah. You got, you got to make sure you don't, don't let him get his Ruby back yeah. because then he'll become more powerful. If and, Ralphie uh, retrieves his Ruby and mask, <laughs> great, great terror will follow you. I don't know how familiar you are with, the Netflix and comic book, the Sandman, but sometimes we just go on riffs for a very small part of our audience. <laughs> and then I assume everyone right. else <laughs> slams that MF 15 seconds ahead button. Uh, I know it's a Neil Gaiman, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've never, I've never checked it out. It's He's, fine. It's good. You know, it sorry. looks, it, it, look, <laughs> it looks, it looks, it actually looks like, we did like ask di- you to watch all of the Sandman. That's true. That was like the weird thing news we asked. Podcast. Yeah. And uh what what is it on? It was on is it on Pluto? Netflix. I don't know what's Netflix, on Pluto. Netflix you said. It's on Tubi. What is on Pluto? My Tubi. old roommate used to watch Pluto a lot and kind of tell me a 
to that it was good. I think it was it's like American <laughs> Gladiators. I think they like play a lot of American Gladiators. I think it's reruns. it's just like free TV. I think it's like ad supported. Like you know, free, yeah, yeah. So okay, yeah. Um, Shout out Kevin see. White being like, dude, there's a lot of American Gladiators on there for free. It's like yeah, they're they're airing right now on the Comedy Channel on Pluto. Uh, Clerks is on right now as we're recording, nice. followed by oh, yeah. Clerks Two, <laughs> Clerksathon. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's that Pluto. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot. Okay. Wow. This is becoming an ad for Pluto. Um, hey, check it ba- out. Back to Ralphie. Uh, the other thing about this picture that they, they, they picked like the, the classic little dog picture, which I take a lot of, of uh, my parents' dog too. Like, you know, he, it's like taken from that angle where it looks like he's like 40% head. And then yeah. you just see the little feet kind of at the very bottom of his, of his little legs. Yeah. Egg, egg um, style. It's like who could who wouldn't love to have this guy running around? It's like, well, apparently at least two people so far. So <laughs> two confirmed people would not like to have him running around. So if you think you're next, you know, um and, and potentially their pets did not enjoy it either. But um I think somebody will you know, somebody who's yeah. got a farm or something will will take and he'll just run around like a maniac outside. Although that, they're not really a known French for that either. Would they're land bulldogs. Last Forty five yeah. seconds on a farm. A yeah, horse would kick it over a fence. So <laughs> never mind. Not really <laughs> sure. Not sure yeah. what the solution is here. Don't let he Ralphie need... in your fish jail at all. He'd rip each every single one of those little bags to shreds. Fish well, if you get it, yeah. Oh, if you got well, if, if you got beta fish, they might respond in kind. You know, they're not they're not too friendly. Oh yeah. Um, um, I will say too, he's got he has a classic rascal colorway kind of going on. Yes. he has the classic spot over one eye. This guy's a little bit of trouble. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you just give Ralphie his own house. Maybe just. That's the move here. Let's see. Yeah, that's it. We got to get a GoFundMe going. We'll we'll set him up on his own, and I'll uh, see how long see someone can just like a quaking hand can like you know slide food into like a you know under the door uh, of his little house, and yeah. uh, hopefully not get attacked. Yeah, let's see Ralphie play Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Now we're talking. Yeah. So Number three. Good, best of best of luck but to he, Ralphie. He controls it with bites. Yeah, <laughs> rips your Nintendo Switch to shreds, and then spends thousands of dollars on the eShop. Hey, if you're enjoying this regular episode, we bet you'd also enjoy the bonus episode, which you can get hundreds of by subscribing to our Patreon. This week, we talk about bar mitzvahs. We talk about how bald Jeremy Piven used to be. And we talk about New Orleans and the many types of foods that uh, should give you gastric distress, but weirdly did not give me many issues this weekend. So you can find all that and more at patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Number three. Number three. Number three. Number three. uh, This story comes to us from uh, my bussy, my bussy and me in the discord. Thank you. Uh, We have a lot of... uh, colorful names in the discord they like to hear us say it um and uh this is so first of all i feel like we gotta are you guys familiar with the president of ireland Just I, in, yes because he's am. kind of a character he's kind of uh no all right i recommend you check him out if you're unfamiliar he's i'm treading carefully here um <laughs> someone who's not me tweeted that it's like <laughs> that's we're treading less carefully now. Also, our bagpipe Scottish, not Irish. This is like a tin flute. This is not. This is not. I mean, the bagpipes oh, yeah. in the back. Big on but, but no, I'm not there, big on there, flutes. This is also like a MIDI file or something. I'm not sure what's <laughs> going on here. 
This is the road rash theme. Um, yeah. So check him out. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He is like someone, someone tweeted and they were like, Irish people get very offended when you talk about them. But then they elected a leprechaun. He's like a very small, extremely cartoonishly yeah. Irish man. Um, okay, I'm looking at him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see. I can see. I can. I mean, I'm Irish, so I can't okay. say this. But he definitely has like a a vibe where, like, the way they framed kind of just his, you know, sort of bust, if you will. It looks like just beyond that is a pot of gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, thank you for for confirming. He is very small. He's also like tiny. There's like a very great picture of him at a doing some sort of event at a skate park, and it's just him on a BMX bike with like two guys doing like a stall on a quarter pipe behind him. That again, I highly recommend recommend checking out. This guy, his name is Michael oh, D. I Higgins. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I, and I believe he he has Bernese Mountain Dogs, which are very large dogs. He's, so he's going a, he's to a, be. He's, He's a little guy with big dogs, <laughs> and it's a terrific stuff. Yeah. So this guy, oh, shit. and he is about to become an absolute legend in Ireland because his new thing, his new, his the new thing he's decided is that President Michael D. Higgins has called for homework to be banned in Ireland. This man is going full student body president. <laughs> he is just suggesting that the entire country, countrywide, uh, the homework is just banned on a national level. Uh, he said it would give young people more time to engage in creative pursuits outside of school hours. Which- <laughs> That's right. And, and and that may be a little bit biased. He used, to, I believe, he used to be the minister of the arts or the equivalent uh, position there. So clearly, he's an arts guy, you know. So that that certainly fits. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so they're interviewing him. And also, this is a this is a big interview where kids kids are asking him this. So this is like the best outcome they could have possibly hoped for. Um, yeah, he said, I think myself really that the time at home and the time in the school is an educational experience and it should get finished at the school and people should be able to use their time for other creative things. Uh, so he's going on. Yeah, they asked him about his dog, his trips abroad, his favorite subject in school. Um he also apparently spoke to the children about his love of handball. Uh, it doesn't seem like the kids asked about that. So maybe that was just something mm. he was sharing. Um, I would love to see him play handball. If there's any video of that, I really would love to see it. Um, <laughs> because I kind of think he's a menace at it. It kind of, I get a vibe that he's just an absolute, just demon at handball. Um, so yeah, they're, <laughs> they're broadcast and then they have to know because they're going to broadcast part of this interview where he says homework is going to be illegal at 4.20 p.m. on Friday. Hey. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Got to give it up. I love I love that it's homework is illegal. Not like I'm, I'm getting rid of, I'm canceling homework. It's illegal. He's like putting it in the charter. <laughs> that, that, that's... Like and that's like the kid's dream. Yeah, to b- report like, your teacher. Oh, or- yeah. Oh my God! Finally, you know, Matt, oh, I could, I could think of all of these teachers that you know I would have loved to have been able like the next day after this passes and just like talk some fucking shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> just like I'm not doing algebra, Mister Reynolds. Yeah. <laughs> And also, I mean, ever again, (laughs) 
We we love teachers. That's a challenging job and and all that. But I I remember like lots of teachers who just wouldn't get done with the lesson plan, and then it would just become homework. And I feel like that was kind of their problem. And then why why is it my homework? Because you're unable to control our class because we're so rowdy. You know, maybe if you got yeah. us in lockstep, we wouldn't have to finish all these goddamn worksheets at home when I'm trying to play Monster Rancher too instead of that. So. I blame them. Um, yeah. So I be, and the other thing is I support I, teachers. I just want to say that too. <laughs> it's a hard job. I just think homework yeah, stinks. Yeah. Just not Mr. Reynolds. Yeah. I yeah, still go out at 9 p.m. every night and bang the pots for the teachers or whatever that was. I'll <laughs> never stop. I, I love your commitment. Mm-hmm. Yep. My neighbors love it. They love it just as much <laughs> as everyone loved it when it was happening. Uh, I don't, did you ever do that? Were either of you ba- pot bangers during the pandemic or whatever? Uh, no, I yeah. I think I think I a couple, I might have done, gone out. I mean, we're on like the fourth floor, so it wasn't really you know. I think we might have like clapped out the window or maybe banged a pot early on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it's and I think it was at seven. I don't think it was at nine. It'd be Shut very funny if you were up! just <laughs> you were just doing it two hours later than everyone else. Yeah. Like, oh, did I, oh, did I miss it? Oh, what? What's going yeah. on? What's, where's where's sh- everybody? I wanted to make sure they heard me specifically. Um, yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think that that thing sucked. Uh, can't, can't talk about that without the classic, the Tyne and DeLong video of uh, the guy who thinks everyone that's clapping for essential workers is clapping for his new hat, which is a video <laughs> you can find on Twitter. Uh, it is maybe the funniest piece of art that I saw during the pandemic. He's just got a bucket hat on and he keeps just kind of going like <laughs> and just doing a lot of mugging. Uh, very good. Very yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Nice. Man, we were we we all just fully went insane for two years, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> just fully Buddy, lost you it. think it's over? I I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but we're not doing the pan thing anymore. Small, small victories. They're like, yeah. No, they, no they, they've been thanked enough. So uh, back to work. No, yeah, I'm, that's a, the, the, yeah. I'm outside of uh, Dr. Fauci's house every night, just railing on a pan, just letting him know how much I appreciate everything he's done. Hours. No, it's weird because everyone else out in front of there has a weird open carry situation, right? Because everyone else is really mad at him. I yeah. Guess, so. They all take their, they're taking their assault rifle straight from Chipotle to his house <laughs> and letting them know. Um, but yeah, this, this, and I don't know, and somebody's probably going to correct me and be like, actually, he's like a war criminal or something, but I think that he is like a very popular president in Ireland. So, well, Ireland's been doing a lot. A, yeah. A lot of stuff that, uh, you know, like we're going in opposite directions on a lot of social issues, you know, uh, they, the abortion, we're getting has more been, homework. Abor- abor- yeah, we're, uh, <laughs> it, it, metaphorically speaking. Yes, we are getting more homework and they are getting less homework. So, you know, uh, which, which way Western man more or less homework so something to think about i mean biden seems like he would hate homework i mean at least the the, the image he's cultivated or really the onion has cultivated for him yeah i was gonna say where's that know. soda hit slam that mf soda button shelby shelby doesn't like when i ask soda! <laughs> yeah, there, we go. there it is i love it so well hell yeah michael d higgins you absolute Lad, I'm trying to remember. I've got, I've got my, I've got my Irish citizenship application pending, so I'll be, I'll be going over and uh, taking advantage of that no homework thing. Yeah, uh, be like, sir, please leave. No one's <laughs> trying to give you homework. Re-enroll in elementary school just you to take advantage of this no homework. Very, way too old to be getting. Home. You, you don't have to worry about this. 
Yeah. Well, tell that to my stress dreams where I don't have enough credits to graduate from high school. You know, okay? it's, it's messed up. If, you, if you're a U.S. If you retain U.S. citizenship and dual citizenship, the U.S. schools can still give you homework even if you live <laughs> abroad. That is actually part of yeah. the homework code. It's, uh, it's messed up. So I mean, uh, taxes are kind of homework. You get one yeah, yearly little, 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 high stress little, homework assignment. That's a little tax joke for everybody. Yeah. So. Hey, enjoy. It's called evergreen humor, people. <laughs> uh, number two. Speaking of the future. Number two. Number two. Uh, I'm going to read the headline because I thought it was the best headline that I saw about this story, which kind of blew up today. Um, this is from the Seattle Times. The headline is Earth's inner core paused, then reversed its spin, period. This is fine. So... <laughs> You know, I don't know uh, if anyone else. This look, this has been sort of my time to shine from a uh, pseudoscience perspective uh, as a big fan of the 2003 film The Core, uh, which involved Earth's core stopping spinning and leading to a variety of problems, including, uh, I believe, a plane just kind of go- falling out of the sky, a dude's pacemaker stopping working. Um, just one guy, to, one pacemaker. Yeah, there's a guy. Well, they they show like little slices of life. You know, oh, the yeah. birds all start flying in the wrong direction and crashing into people <coughs> and stuff. Um, it's so anyway. That's how we find out something's wrong with the core, which is the the thing that the movie's about. And they have to drill into the core uh, to uh, detonate nuclear bombs to start the core spinning again. Um, fortunately, we don't have the core. Uh, the core is not permanently stopped. Um, what happened here apparently is that the core paused, as I said, and it changed its spin, and uh, that's something that just happens every so often. Um, does not sound like it's. Uh, don't really know why it happens, um, but uh, the core itself, there's um, a solid iron ball that's like floating in the middle. That's what the the inner core is, and then the outer core is magma. You know, super hot uh, stuff. Sick. This and that just, sounds so made up. I can't believe real. that's right. I know it's right because it says it in the fancy and it article, just spins. But... It spins around in there, and uh, and it just switched the way it spins, and apparently it will have no effect uh, <laughs> on <laughs> us, which seems hard. to Also, believe. like a lie. I feel like they're making this whole thing up. I also, well, yeah. I want to give the proper credit. I really enjoy the the, the introductory paragraph. Two, which is just saying, imagine Earth's inner core, the dense center of our planet, as a heavy metal ballerina. This iron-rich dancer is capable of pirouetting at ever-changing speeds. I think this is wow. a completely unnecessary metaphor, but I do appreciate Bad. it. No, it's like heavy metal. You're like, uh-huh. Oh. Yeah, you have my attention. Ballerina. Again, I love dance, but just I was expecting something like... Um, I don't know, heavy metal spike. Yeah, yeah. Instead, As the it's example. Graceful. It's a heavy metal ball, but not like a heavy gala. But that would be sick Or yeah, too. what's the end of a mace? What's What do they call those? Oh, the <laughs> head of the mace. Think of it no. as a morning a morning star. <laughs> yeah. That's the points. Yeah. Spinning. Yeah. Think of that spinning yeah. on a chain. And now we're back. We've gone full circle, just like the Earth's core. Back to chain-based weaponry and how good we'd be with you. Morningstar, very cool. Great stuff. 
I, you know, I hear heavy ballerina, you know, I'm thinking about those hippos from Fantasia. That's, that's where, <laughs> that's where I'm at almost instantly. And that's very you know distracting. MF thinking about those. <laughs> Doesn't really help me uh, picture what's going on in the core of the earth. It's a, it's a huge ballerina that's spinning around. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. The um, meme of him being like, he's thinking about a, a different woman. And then it's Patty thinking about the hippos from Fantasia. That's right. Ballerina that's, moves. that's what it's like. Um, but yes, yeah, so, so, you know, I, if it's according to the movie, the core, which again, I can't, I can't vouch for the, the scientific accuracy of if it just stopped and it stayed stopped, um, the igno- electromagnetic field that protects the earth from the sun's uh, microwaves would then eventually dissipate and uh, collapse. And then we would just get cooked, which is depicted in the movie, uh, in the demonstration as a uh, spraying air freshener with a lighter, uh, burning a peach. That is the display oh for all the, God. for all the military guys. That's what they do. Fuzzy um, little peach. Yes. And they're all sitting well, around. We have to go, we have to go underground. Yeah. Well, that's, that is what they do. Um, but it's hard to get down there and they have, they Let's have get a ship. DJ Qualls on this. <laughs> All right. He he is important. He's a, he's one of those classic 90s movie, well, although 2003, but he's a hacker um, mm. named Rat. And uh, That's a good movie, hacker name, yeah. At the end That's of the movie, good. he <laughs> yeah. he hacks the planet. Um, maybe yeah. the best thing at the beginning of that movie is... Uh, Does what Matthew or, Lillard can't, couldn't, yeah, hack the when, planet. When, when he shows up, uh, or when they they have him like, you know, like sitting at an interrogation table or whatever, he takes someone's cell phone and then like hits a bunch of buttons and it's like, you got free long distance for life or something like that. <laughs> he did like the, he like freaked the cell phone, yeah. or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Just That's like, cool because it's both a reference <laughs> to the early days of hacking and wrong at the same time. <laughs> they're like, we kind of know about hacking, but yeah, we're just going to punch some buttons in there. Um, yeah. I, I, so how do what does he hack? Now this is a core podcast. What how how does he hack? Well, how does that end, help? He he hacks. He like basically suppresses the information. He's the opposite of a hacker. Um, he keeps the word from getting out about the core because if it got out, like um, then you know, and and there's some project or something. He just that, suppresses free speech. That's his hacker move. <laughs> To shut down all. Well, the- he's he's working for the government, but later he he they they want to bury the mission, and uh, what he does is uh, then disseminates it to people in internet cafes all over the world. There's a big sequence at the end um, of everybody finding out about how you know everybody else except for like Hillary Swank and Aaron Eckhart. Um, well, spoilers, I guess. Uh, Too uh, strong. Gave their, gave their lives to to save the save the earth. Stanley Tucci plays like a. He's like a shitty, um, what's his face? He's like a shitty Carl Sagan. That's like his character. <laughs> oh, fine. Imagine like, if you he, will. He's like, what if Carl Sagan was an asshole? A pale That's like blue his. <laughs> little asshole, a little piece of shit <laughs> floating. Yeah. Uh, uh, Title of this that? episode, spoilers for the core inside. <laughs> Be careful. Yeah. yeah. Shitty Carl Sagan. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh. Yeah, so what what does what does he do again? What do they have Rat do? He's yeah yeah he's he's basically his idea yeah because like they figure like the society will collapse instantly. It's a matter of months. If the mission doesn't work, then I guess you let people know what's going on. But uh, his job is to do the reverse of hacking, I guess, yeah. um, at early on. But then he uploads everything to the to the to the web, and uh, oh. and then the, the the whole crew is is seen as heroes. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, a lot of yeah. movie hacking is is just fucking with traffic lights. I feel like it's almost always traffic light related. 
Always clearing a path. You're thinking of specifically of Italian job. That's a, that's a classic one of those yeah. right there. And I feel like one of the oceans. They did some traffic light shenanigans. I do uh, love to think of one movie in general as one of my my getting some real getting some real yeah. oceans uh, vibes from this uh, movie. The core yeah. here. Um, Speaking of movies, also on hackers. Hey, remember that movie where Chris Hemsworth was a hacker called White Hat? Did anyone see that? If you it was called listener, Black Hat. It's Black called Hat. Black, Hat, Black Hat, Hat, and it's and it's pretty yeah. good actually. It's, oh, you uh, saw it? Yeah, it actually is kind of good. Damn, yeah. I was going to say so. if anyone saw it to let us know if it's good, <laughs> but it, apparently I'm the only one who missed Black Hat. <laughs> oh no 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 no! A lot of people miss Black Hat. Don't worry, a lot of people. was it in theaters? Speaking of yes. hacks. Yes, for like a day. Uh, Shelby's going off on Michael Mann right now. Gee whiz. Uh, yeah, no, it, it made twenty million. Uh, its budget was seventy million. It was not a successful film, but uh, it's it's. I mean, it's got that Michael Mann thing where like he could make like a really objectively bad movie, but it would just look so cool that you just kind of go like, yeah. well, I don't know. I mean, I, I I don't really have a problem with what I'm seeing here. So that's uh, like Chris Hemsworth kind was going of off on like Eli. Don't put that on me. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, what were you saying, man? Sorry. Oh, yeah. He just, he definitely has like a vibe of someone who knows how to like hack and use a computer. Chris yeah. Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. 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 I vibe. love when a hacker's big and strong. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Cause, cause he, he's like in, he's like, uh, like he's like, it's like, a, it's like Hannibal Lecter. He's like let out, or well, they don't let Hannibal Lecter out of jail, but like they have to consult with him to get him to like, you know, help them with this. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's like wow, this is like the handsomest man alive. He looks kind of <laughs> like the Greek, uh, the, the uh, Norse god Thor. Yeah. And uh, funnily enough, um, he's he's the best we got. Forearms so. like that. I mean, he's hacking through three to four mechanical keyboards a day. He's just just blazing through those things, <laughs> busting the springs with those powerful fingers. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe so. he's a great hacker. Maybe that's why he's so good at it. Because everyone's like, he's way too buff. Here, yeah, you can use. Yeah, sure, you can use our computer. Yeah, can I borrow your laptop for a sec? I just gotta see where the uh, closest gym is or yeah. something. I gotta get on the bodybuilding.com oh forums God. real quick. He's he's crashed the Nikkei. Oh, what, oh no. yeah. Um, he's playing so, uh, war games on our computer. <laughs> yeah. Well, so this thing's fine according to science. Yeah, it's fine according to the, it's right there in the headline. This is fine. So uh, you know, everybody relax now. Again, this could be a situation where. Um, you know, the real information is being suppressed by uh, DJ Qualls eating a bunch of Hot Pockets, as he does in the movie. Um, but I'm just going to have to go ahead and say that things seem to be fine. Nothing is shaking under our feet. Uh, so, uh, hey, you still have to go to work tomorrow, I guess. Sorry. Number but one. if you're in Ireland, you don't have to do your homework. Yeah, yeah. Which is huge. <laughs> and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. Number one this week also comes to us from Iguana Helium Cube in the Discord. Uh, this is the latest domino to fall in the George Santos story tale. This is us being a real news podcast now. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. So makes me think of the old Crossfire commercial, and we're gone. And with the newsworthiness and our ability to talk about real issues is immediately gone. Um, yeah, so if you're unfamiliar with George Santos, he's like full of shit, and he's 
weird. He wears he wears like big glasses that a liar would wear, and he lies about everything, and he's strange. Um, that's my best sum summary of what his what's going on with him. He has like a billion lies. I think he is possibly Bra Brazil wants to extradite him because he did fraud down there. Um, and all sorts of things. But uh, he's going to be a congressman, so he's going to get a security clearance soon. That's pretty he cool. He is a congressman. He is currently, in, in, he is a congressman. He probably already has a security clearance, whatever, whatever. It's going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be not good that he knows stuff. It's, he it's, definitely won't be a spy. <laughs> he's, this is, this is like, I mean, it, it's, it's an impressive testament. I mean, they're like, leadership is protecting him because, they don't want to lose like the seat because they already have a narrow majority and he's like a reliable vote because now they basically have, you know, they could, then he knows they could be like, this guy should resign and like they they'll, they'll get forced out or whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, can you imagine going to work every day and you have like reporters in your face being like, are you going to quit? When are you going to quit? Are you going to quit? <laughs> like, are you going to like, what else is there? Anything, have you thought about like, you know, hurting yourself? Like, you know, are you going to, what's, what are you doing now? What's that? Are you think you're going to go to jail in Brazil? You know, like <laughs> insane. Yeah. It's going to be cool. I mean, how did he think he was going to get away with it? I don't. How? It's like everyone has Google. Like, But it also you know, took we're... so long. Like, it's crazy that he I know. got. I know. It happened after the he election. He got that far that, that he like, got elected. Yeah. And then after that, because there was like, because it seemed like as soon as the, you know, was it the Daily Beast that broke it? Because they usually break stuff like this. And they were like, okay, this uh, guy's I been... I think it was the Times. Oh, yeah. And they're like, this guy's been lying about everything. And then as soon as one yeah. person just kind of... cat, Like, as soon as they mentioned, they're like, hey, this guy's kind of full of shit. Every, like, it seems like all you had to do was, like, do very base-level Googling to find out that he's made up his entire life. Um, but, yeah. His lies are crazy, too. <laughs> Some of them are just, like, you're, like the 9-11 stuff, which is, like wildly inappropriate to lie about yeah you went but then also with it's it. like what like people would could find that out i mean that's the thing he's sick yeah he's you really don't, you sick. Don't have his to... lies are so bad <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it's the same as the ran easy thing where you went you went a little too big like you know all you have to say is like i was downtown on that day you don't have to say i was in any any of the towers you don't have to say i worked somewhere you know what i mean you see, if you keep it vague enough yeah, yeah the story doesn't pop as much but nobody can like confirm or deny he said his mom died right and it's like no she's not she wasn't there like wasn't that what he said yeah. and then he said oh no she 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 didn't die in the it went from like she died in at an on 911 to she got like a lung disease from like fumes sure, sure. and died 15 yeah. years later. And then now they're like, no, she wasn't even there. We have conclusive <laughs> proof. She wasn't even there. He was just trying to do one of those bad jokes where, you know, when they're like, they're like, Oh, my dad died in the, you know, in the Holocaust, he fell out of a guard tower and he was trying to set up a, a, a joke like that. And then just really got in too deep. Went over got his in head, too deep. Got well, in speaking deep. of it, no, speaking of it, he did this on purpose. <laughs> he's, a, he's like a total sicko. Yeah. This is like, it seems like he, really enjoys lying just just truly just like I, I i don't even know like it feels like almost maybe that's the whole thing where he was like i'm running for congress and people were like are you and he was like yeah and then it just turned into this somehow he won he, um, seven, i mean 700 grand just appeared in his campaign war chest this is somebody who was reporting like no income <laughs> who's lied about everything it's I mean, presumably there will be some kind of criminal activity, you know, under like found here. You know, I'm not I don't know anything. I'm not I'm just speculating that it seems like, you know, if they follow where this money came from, you know, he doesn't seem like a master criminal um, or a master uh, of 
Yeah. Uh, whatever you want to call what he's doing. But anyway, what, what, speaking of insane lies, what is the latest thing oh, yeah. that he did? And I, I will re- reiterate here, like, if you're just a crazy liar, you definitely shouldn't wear, like, big glasses that make you look like a liar. Because he has, like, huge Groucho Marx style, just, like, big time bamboozling glasses on all the time. Anyways, so the newest thing to break here is that... Uh, so they found an old Wikipedia user biography. So this is, I guess, a, a Wikipedia account or, or maybe self-created entry for Anthony DeVolder, which is in one of his aliases. One of his names. <laughs> one yep. of his names. <laughs> uh, so some of the details in this point to it, uh, in addition to it just being an alias he's used, uh, it's like being born in Brazil around July 1988, which I guess is, you know, his thing. But... Uh, so one of the this claims... Guy, this guy loves being born in Brazil around 1988. <laughs> That's his thing. That's his yeah. classic thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is... And this is like old too. Like this supports a thing. It's just, he just loves to do weird lies. This is way long ago. This He made this... Apparently this, is, this account was made in 2011. So this is just like... There's no reason to do this. No one's even reading about you. You're just writing these weird things. But... Um, uh, <laughs> Uh, so part of the claims in here, uh, is that he claims to have appeared on the show Hannah Montana, which is misspelled. Oh my God. He says he was on Hannah Montana. He says he was also in the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Okay. (laughs) He says, I'm, I cannot tell you through, you know, in an, like through speaking, how, badly misspelled all of these words are <laughs> yes like, i hope that his official documents have this level of, of okay also says that he was he taped a movie in 2009 called the invasion starting uma terman chris o'donald melissa with three l's george and alicia silver stone Three words. Alicia, mm-hmm. silver, not even hyphenated, stone. Okay. Now, <laughs> what, what? Now, what's the real movie that's referring to, Eli? I think this is good to <laughs> point out how, how accurate this was. <laughs> so this is a, his claim is a movie in 2009 called The Invasion, starting Uma Terman, Chris O'Donald, Melissa George, and Alicia Silver Stone. He, they believe he is referring to the sci-fi movie The Invasion, which was released in 2007 and starred Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty close. <laughs> also, Uma Thurman and Chris O'Donnell. Uh, oh, wait, no. Uma Thurman, Chris O'Donnell, Melissa George, and Alicia Silverstone did not appear in the film. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he also, here's one that I think Patty will really enjoy. Uh, he said that he had been discovered by a Hollywood producer who was particularly known for producing, this is in all capital letters, Independence, spelled as the plural of the word independent, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T-S, day, mm-hmm. by Steven Spielberg, S-P-I-L-B-E-R-G. Okay, now Steven Spielberg did not direct Independence <laughs> Day. Uh, that, no. I believe that I believe that's a Roland Emmerich joint. Yeah, um, this is correct. This is noted <clears throat> in the article as well. That I mean, not we assume in the first place he's talking about Steven Spielberg after he's written Steven Spielberg. Sure, sure, it could have been someone else. Yeah, right? maybe there maybe there was a movie that we don't know about <laughs> called, called Independence Day by Steven Spielberg. 
Like this, this, this one's funny because yeah, maybe it was a scary movie situation, and Steven he, Spielberg, Spielberg, he he could have been getting like just completely bullshitted by some b- guy in a like some sleaze ball who was like, "You ever see Independence Day by Steven Spielberg? Oh, I produced that. You know what I mean? So that one at least you could be like, "Well, that's what the guy said." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That might not be an outward lie, as opposed to like I was in this show, which is like, "Well, no, you weren't." Yeah. Um. Yeah, th- I think this what is an actually IMDb per- page. One episode of Hannah Montana, one episode of The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, and then the 2009 sci-fi film The Invasion. Right, and then in his bio it says he was known. It was uh, he was discovered by a Hollywood producer known for producing Independence Day by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, um, which this as is, you I, said was directed by Roland Emmerich, not correct. Steven Spielberg. Um, you know, I think, you know, I like this is illuminating about him. I think um, because this is such a long time ago. It seems like this is a guy who's just been looking for his angle to be famous. And yeah. in 2016 or whenever he, cause he ran before for this seat. Or, so maybe it was 2020 and then again in 2022, but whatever, this is like the easiest way to do it. You know, kind of, um, if you're like an insane candidate, you get enough press. And if you somehow win, you know, this might be one of those things where he didn't want to win, but now he has to stay in it because yeah. he, you know, if he, it's, Harder to extradite somebody who's a sitting member of Congress than someone who is a recently resigned member of Congress, I, w- mm. I would suspect. Um, but uh, yeah, this guy was just looking for his lane and he found it. So yeah, someone and could it's, someone could write an, a thoroughly exhausting article or Twitter thread about this is about how this reflects on the the you know role of politicians becoming celebrities in our lives. But uh, we're not I think here it's to good do that. We're here to talk we about to hear Independence about it Day, yeah, directed exactly. by Steven Spielberg. I like to hear about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's good that the celebrity, it's good that they're mingling those worlds. Um, I enjoy that because it's nice to have that beam yeah. in my brain constantly. Um, they did reach out to his communications director, which what a job that must be. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> He's not real, actually. It's just George Santos lying about someone actually doing that for him. Yeah. There's no Nasa Woomer, in fact. It's just. Uh, yeah, so they they said reach. I like usually they'd say like had no comment. <laughs> Here they just say reach for comment. Santos communications director Nasa Wilmer refused to respond <laughs> to Politico. <laughs> just straight up was like, I'm not that's, talking about this. Yeah, that's just like code for like, oh fuck off. Okay, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay, so he lied about this. Who cares? This can is you, not even. Can you confirm or deny for us that uh, that Mr. Santos was in a movie with Uma Thurman? Uh, and Alicia Silverstone. I'm limiting. I'm only responding to inquiries about allegedly criminal lies. Okay. Not being on TV. Yeah. All right. That's not my, that's not my problem. And that's, that's immediately followed up with just w- what a whopper of a sentence here as well. In recent days, Santos has also denied that he was responsible for letting a dog die. <laughs> just like, yeah, man. Yeah. That's, I mean, it, it's, it's really testing the limit on what you can do and still be, you know what I mean? Cause, cause the, <clears throat> excuse me, there's the drag queen thing. There's the, like whatever's going on with his, you know, sexuality or whatever, you know, you would think that like the more conservative, you know, sort of hard at hard edge people would be like, okay, this, but then like, like defrauding a veteran, letting a dog die, you know? Mm, um, yeah. But you know, you know, he's you look, you know, uh, until there, until nothing, nothing's been alleged. It's a, you know, blah blah blah. We got to see what he's, you know, he, he's elected. The people have spoken. Yeah, and uh, you know, um, really an indictment more of the uh, opposition 
to not let this affect, yeah. have let this happen, frankly. But you know, and unfortunately um, for him, this same Wikipedia bio also says he's a drag queen. <laughs> so that doesn't help. That's yeah. Well, uh, would he be willing to disavow <laughs> the fact that he was on Hannah Montana to kind of shake the drag queen allegations? You know what I mean? Like, what do you what do you value here? Once those are tied together, you know, are you saying you were never a celeb? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, I do like never, that. The it seems to be the only show name or actor name that he's spelled correctly of any of this is the sweet life of Zach and Cody. So I guess he's a fan. That, yeah, that's the only one he got right. He even got the sweet, the pun, you yeah. know, that's yeah. You wouldn't have expected that if, if he's not, if he's, you know, Uma Terman, um <laughs> and all that. Love Uma Terman. Be better at lying. <laughs> yeah. Also yeah. the like, whole, point of lying is being deceitful and getting away with it mm-hmm. yeah the spelling fine you don't have spell check but it's also just yeah i mean just <laughs> pick something that no one would be able to track down easily yeah. by just looking on imdb yeah be like i was in a i was in an episode of quantum leap or something it's like maybe somebody is in the background uh. there See, they they yeah, they, they rebooted work. <clears throat> they rebooted Quantum Leap. What if uh, what if the main guy leaped into George Santos <laughs> and was like, uh, uh, having just to defend against <laughs> yeah, the nonstop leap. allegations? The Quantum Leap guy leaping into George Santos and being like, okay, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> what am I doing? I don't understand. Santos is like basically it's like reverse liar liar. Where actually, instead of being, he has to always tell the truth. He has to always lie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and if, if anyone's looking for a reboot idea, yeah, yeah, and and it seems it's like liar liar in that in liar liar, it's not that only that he has to tell the truth. It's that he cannot not say whatever's in his mind at any given second. So it's the, it's the opposite of that. So, mm-hmm. Oh, you know, like he's just like sitting. Like the second there's any kind of lull in conversation, he's like. I was in Hannah Montana. Just like, just like, okay. <laughs> maybe that's, maybe we've cracked it. Maybe he's just really uncomfortable with silence. And that's how this is all started. It just, I mean, a lot of those lies, he's cursed. Yeah. 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 A lot of his early lies were on like, you know, some kind of podcast or something. So like, it was just him kind of filling in like, you know, Oh, what else? What else? Uh, Mom died nine eleven. You know how that goes. Uh, 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 I need three thousand dollars for a dog operation. Yeah. yeah. Um, Uma Terman, Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> you know, Chris O'Donnell. You know, classic backstory. Also, really sticks out. Like, I, look, I I study fish law. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, Uma Thurman, like a list. Alicia Silverstone, probably still a list in two thousand nine. You know, although she kind of had like pseudo retired at that point. Where does Melissa George come out of? Like that's like a like I like stuff that she's in, but that's a weird one to pick, you know. Um, and then Chris O'Donnell kind of also. I guess he was. I guess he was on those. He's on one of those NCIS or something now, right? So maybe that's why. But just a weird mix of people to pick, and also getting none of them right is fascinating. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he went zero for four. I mean, he went. He honestly went like negative four for four because he spelled all of their names wrong, and none of them were in that movie. So. Not even he could just, he, with he could just be like, no, this is a different movie called The Invasion. It was coming out two years later. It was not the same movie. Yeah. So development uh, hell. Who knows where it you'd is have now? To, you'd you have know? to check with their. You'd have to check with their reps. They were all <laughs> attached at various points. So yeah. Now who? Now who's the one who's a fraud? Chris O'Donnell um, attached to The Invasion. <laughs> Deadline reports. 
But yeah. yeah, I mean, I have a feeling we're probably going to be touching on this guy again. It feels like he's going to be a bit of a font for fun lies. Um, yeah. But that's... So, yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say best of luck to him. I'm um, probably not either. It's uh, cra- he has, He's going to have security clearance. It's crazy. That's it's he, unbelievable. He, he's on committees. It's cool. Um, politics is is good. Yeah. So I asked when uh, I was home in D.C. and I was like, "Well, they do. They're going to screen him, right?" And they were like, "They don't do that for congressmen. You just get it." And I was like, "Good." Yeah. Well, uh, it's time for plugs. Uh, and Ben, why don't we start off? Where can people find you, really quick, online? Just a quick plug. On Twitter at Ben Hosley. And we'll put uh, a- check out my website uh you can get my clothes at congratulations.com and you know uh thank you both for having me on the show yeah of course and uh we have our plugs to do really quick um we'll put a link to everything in the description of the show for, uh for ben stuff uh we have a, a new exciting new plug drop so we're going to uh i guess we're going to play that now Become a subscriber at patreon.com slash whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com slash links for our merch store, Discord, and more. Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at Patty Moe, at Kath Barbadoro, and at Eli Uden. And check out Kath's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. Unfortunately, none of us were able to get booked on any stand-up shows this week. <laughs> So Man. it's nice. Uh, shout out to Steven who recorded that for us. Uh, and uh, it's nice that Shelby included an instruction to include a line about us not getting booked on shows. Um, so that's, it's, that's, yeah, that's good. Hopefully we'll, hopefully we'll clip that part out if we do get booked on shows. So we'll be checking that before uh, yeah. we record it. Really. You better have at least recorded two versions. <laughs> or just cut the audio. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, great voice yeah, so, work too. I could see somebody swiping through an iPhone app to that. That's great. Also, this is cool. I checked out congratulations.com. There's a cool hat with balloons on it on here. Check that out. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, There's a ribbon that says good. Yeah. There's a picture of a baby in a onesie. It's a good award. That The onesie you you sell, it's not just, it's not unrelated. (laughs) Um, Uh, For sale, a picture of a baby in a onesie. That's one of the products available. No. Um, Well, Ben, thank you for doing the show. It, it, It was good talking. I'm glad we oh, can yeah. get some some black hat chat in there. Classic film. Black hat uh, chat. Yeah. <laughs> black hat chat. Yeah, we covered a lot of territory. <laughs> and and I think we learned something. Yeah. That's for sure. So, all right, we'll talk to you. We'll see you next week. Thanks everybody. Bye.